0: Saturday, get this effect on. Yes. Happy Saturday. This is the last show of my of my second season of What Does It All Mean podcast. I am your host, James Lewis. Some call me Jimmy. Some call me a thief. Some call me a criminal. But tonight, I'm your host. (laughs) <laughs> Julie wants to order, order a cocktail. Well yes, you can definitely have a cocktail. I'm having my Thai iced tea. I'm, I'm back on the Thai iced tea diet. I tried so many things this, seri- uh, this, this season. I actually tried, uh, for about a month, I tried this, this whiskey diet because uh, when I did the Nikola Tesla show, you know, uh, I I learned that Nikola Tesla, he uh, used to drink a glass of of whiskey every night, so I did that for about a month, and and I tried all these different, like, whiskeys, and really expensive whiskeys, and that's all I would have, was just basically that much, but... I had a vacation and then I I started drinking too much whiskey during that vacation and it just became a negative thing. So uh, I'm off the whiskey diet, I'm back on the Thai iced tea diet and um, it makes my teeth yellow. So I'm happy that we made it through another season. This is crazy for me. When I first started this, I didn't think that it would be serious. I thought it was kind of like a joke. You know, and uh, maybe I'd get two people to listen. And so far, you know, tonight, there's at least three. And that's amazing. So, and then now we got four coming in the door. Let's see if we can get in a little, a little. This is what it's really about. It's the cats. It's okay, did you get it? That's my new cat. (laughs) Just took off. Uh, That is uh, Mrs. Bojangles. Mrs. Bojangles! Mrs. Bojangles. Daphne Bojangles. We were going to rename the cat but it already had a name. So I had to I had to stay with, with that. He does play the guitar, Julia. All right. So I was gonna have a guest. I was gonna have one of my best friends join me, but he couldn't do it tonight. So maybe next season he will come on. Something about me and my best friends, right? Like last season, I told you that I was going to try to uh, try to mend a relationship with one of my um, best friends from when I was a child from the fourth grade and I won't name his name but uh, last season I gave you three excuses why he's not my friend now and uh, another one of my friends recently and what I was going to do this season was I was going to try to you know like I was going to send my friend a cameo of like someone that he likes and, and, and try to apologize and and then another one of my friends that I, I listened to came up to me and, you know, he was talking about his situation and how he was in a friendship with this one guy and and he just he said that, like, that relationship had run its course, you know? And it it kind of dawned on me, like, you can't be friends with everyone forever, you know? And, and sometimes friendships do run their course. So, uh, the one friend that that, you know, kind of gave me that advice it it stuck and I don't think you gotta you know if if you have true friends they're gonna be around you no matter what you know so uh yeah this this whole season finale is just me freestyling and uh I'm just gonna kind of talk about what's happened in the week and through the season and kind of what I've learned and uh yeah that's really about it uh, we did a lot this season, you know. It's it's trippy. I really started this to to document kind of like how how I was going to be during the pandemic and and through the vaccination and and through all of this stuff. And uh, you know, with I, I've given you know my whole rundown of what I thought about the vaccination and how it affected me and and uh and I'm kind of glad that I did because uh you know I didn't know if I was gonna live or die. So this was almost like if if it wasn't gonna go the other way, this is gonna be like a bad TikTok story. But since I'm in California where we have a vaccination rate of like seventy one percent we have the lowest amount of COVID in all of uh, America right now. And that's because p- people believe in science out here and they believe in, uh, you know, the healthcare physicians and, and science. So in saying that, you know, I don't like this show to be about politics. And that's another thing that's kind of sad in the last couple of years of how everything that we've done, there's got to be a, a left or a right. You know, like with the vaccination why would there be a left or a right to a vaccination? That doesn't make any sense. It's just science, you know? Uh, when there was polio, when there was smallpox, we've all heard it. You know, there was no left or right. There was, like, you're going to take this shot. You know, you're going to take this shot because if you didn't, like, the world was going to stay riddled with these these viruses. So, um, you know, it, it, it's just kind of sad. I won't ramble on about politics because that's not what this show's about. So you know the the beginning of the season we talked about leonardo da vinci we talked about video games we talked about river phoenix uh we talked with my friend craig he he showed us basically how he was making uh a song on his his instagram and youtube channel uh that was that was super fun uh who else i had rondy I got to hang out with Rondi. That was that was that was fun, you know. Uh, it was it was cool because not only did I get to interview some people, I got to hear from other people. You know, like I got to hear from you, Julia. I got to hear from like Michelle, of course, in Australia. Uh, all, all these just different people. My friend Chase, you know, he's he's a, a a cat that I see out on the street, and you know, he 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 tells me that he listens, and and it, it just. It, it makes me truly happy. You guys will never know how how happy it makes me to know that that you guys care about the bullshit that's coming out of my mouth, because half the time I don't. So it's truly appreciated. So uh, one of the things that, uh, well, before before I get into any any, you know, deep deep stuff any really deep issues let's go over some of the news you know that the current news of the week uh i think it's very interesting that uh that uh we have you know jeff bezos launched himself into space like well a month ago or two months ago and now he's going to take uh captain kirk with him he's going to take william william shatner with him in a couple weeks and um that's going to be more money spent to in my mind just you know what what how many launches do we need to prove that we can go to space and do all this i feel at this point that kind of money could unless he's trying to raise money see this is the difference between elon musk and and jeff bezos uh if if there's money going towards some kind of uh charity sure but I know for a fact that, uh, Elon Musk raised at least 50 million for the St. Jude's hospital, uh, for cancer research. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like Elon Musk. Uh, I heard he's, you know, I don't want to gossip, but he's going through a divorce. I think he's just a very, uh, incent- eccentric man. And, uh, you know, he's definitely leaving his, uh, his stamp on the world, whether we like it or not. And, uh, those are the movers and the shakers, and I, I think J- Jeff Bezos is kind of trying to uh, compete with that. And I think Elon Musk has a more, um, you know, intellectual mind. You know, he's he's thinking way above of the Bezos level. You know, Bezos is is uh, thinking, how can I get on the front page of the paper? And uh, Elon Musk is thinking, how do I, you know, cultivate a planet and get us to a different um, stage of living which is, I respect completely, you know, so, but just this whole race of these uh, mega-billionaire guys, these guys that have more money than everything, it just shows that these these taxes are out of control, and uh, when we pay more taxes than than these companies, there's a problem, because like I was saying before, uh, if we just didn't do one of these flights, you know, I'm sure that can save tons of money and, and just knock out homelessness in, in one city around the world and, and that's all we need. Imagine if we didn't have one space flight and we just sunk it into Los Angeles, uh, you know, the skid, skid Row and everyone had homes. To me, I think that would be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more important than, than just flying out in space for 10 minutes. Who gives a shit? You know, that doesn't matter to me, you know, so in other news it was John Coltrane's birthday this week a lot of things happened this week we had Norm Macdonald pass away if, I don't know if that was happening this week or, or this week or last week but I'm still in shell shock from it because like I've said I've I've only seen a few um, comics and uh, he was one of them, Norm Macdonald was one of them I've seen uh very few, very few. Craig Robinson, I've seen, uh, and I saw Pete Holmes. That's it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, some more news. There was a, a over here. I think it was in Utah. We we found this fossil. We found a fossil. We found a fossil that was. Tw- 20,000 years old 20,000 years old or 21,000 years old and uh, I I think that predates the the ice age so now what they know is that there was humans over here humans over here before the ice age and in history we, we we write these things in these books and everyone just believes them and I don't think really we know anything. I think the true history is just uh, kind of random. And, and I don't know if we'll ever really be able to figure it out. You know, I think these assumptions of what scientists and uh, just these theoretical minds think, you know, we create this canvas. But then all, all of a sudden this fossil just comes along and just completely wipes out everything we know about the reality of science, which is the best. And so that happened this week, and that was pretty awesome. So, uh, in Utah, a a fossil of of mankind, of us, of us. That's crazy. I I think we've been here for millions of years, personally. And I think we we were on Mars before, and I think we blew up Mars. And uh, we escaped over here. And, uh, we've been here for millions of years and now we're trying to get back to Mars, which is, uh, that's pretty much the story that everyone's been talking about, you know, for a while. So, so more or less, uh, we'll step away from the news. Oh, oh no, there's one more. There's one more kind of funny thing that, uh, that I thought was great was Howard Stern, of course. He said something about Joe Rogan, which I don't like gossip, but he he really just said it like there's no time for stupidity. Just like basically, you know, just get out of the way. And and I'm paraphrasing, but just get out of the way. And I respect Howard. You know, I always have. And uh, I thought that was dope. I think that uh, you know that you can lose a lot of, of fans and followers by speaking your true mind and that's what i always do i try to just speak my true mind i don't try to to i don't try to rub people the wrong way or the right way i just try to be me and you know i think anyone knows every every human knows that it's complicated to be alive you know and especially with all of these different sides that people want you to forcefully pick all of the time it becomes a problem You know you you always have to every day you you know someone's asking you to do something new and uh, not always do you want to do something new and I actually had an experience this week where um, uh, I was working and I'm not gonna give any names but this this woman she was she was super nice She, I'd seen her several times working at the place that, or uh, making copies of the place where I I work at a lot, and, uh, she was just making small talk, and and I don't want to make this political, but it, it, it'll, you'll see where this is going. So, uh, like I said, I don't like to rub people the wrong or right way, I, I just like to be me, and in doing that, it's confusing. So, she looks at me, and she just makes small talk, and says, you know, Can you believe that the recall of Governor Newsom for California, you know, failed? And um, I said, I said, personally, you know, I didn't say anything like I didn't say a word. And in saying that, I was almost, uh, you know, complicit to like, you know, oh, yeah, like she thought that I was on that side of, of wanting that dude to be recalled. And so. As I went about my job, you know, my blood started to boil, not necessarily because, you know, of what she said, but because, you know, that I didn't say something. So at at that point, when I came back around, you know, I told her, I said, you know, well, uh, you know, the governor through America wasn't really known well. You know, and uh, and now that he went through this recall thing, he's kind of known throughout the nation. And I said, my bet on that is that he will become like president eventually, because when you become famous through something like this, something through a recall and people win and see you victorious, that just sets you up for you know other big things and that's what these politicians you know are kind of stoked for and you know the the woman said well you know that's what he wanted and and i said hmm wait a minute he wanted the recall that he he did he was behind this right he was behind this recall and uh you know you can just look at someone and you know that they're just kind of full of crap and and she knew that she was full of crap and at that point i didn't want to continue because When it gets to that point, there's no... You know, so I walk away. Uh, She comes comes out and finds me. Oh, kitty, you gotta get off of my keyboard. Sorry, this is my new kitty. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. It's okay. I got two cats in here now. Uh uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Claw was caught. Are you okay? We got kitty drama. Hold on, kitty drama. Are you okay? Okay, we're good. So, and then we got a cat in the box over here. This is the latest thing. I'll show you the cat. Cat in the box right here. There's one cat in the box. Yep. And then we got this cat down here ready to cause havoc. So, uh, so anyways, the, the woman comes out and, you know, she she says something to me like, you know, you've got three fingers on, you know, the baton, and, and I've had five for a very long time of, uh, of you know, of this, this rabbit hole that she was talking about, this rabbit hole, and, uh, I just couldn't take it, and, and I, I was too tired, and, and I, I had no more fight in me, so I, I just shook my head and went away, and the next day, she comes back, and, uh, she's super nice too that's the thing i I like her a lot and she brings this book and and the book is called like recall newsom recall governor newsom in the title is just like the most corrupt governor in all of california's history well i've been in california for a very long time like like i've been here my entire life and uh and uh yeah, the most corrupt governor was definitely not this guy. It was, it was Ronald Reagan who became the president eventually. He was the most corrupt governor because he eventually, when he became president, he gave all the money to the rich who now own uh, the world. And that, that's this trickle-down trickle economics. Tax, tax the rich... Or no, sorry, tax the poor and give it to the rich. And that's how we've been living ever since. So I, I brought that up to her and she's just like, read this book, like just read it for a second. And, and I just told her the truth and, and I said, okay, I said, the the proof is in the pudding right now. I said, he won the recall. I said, once again, he's a household name. He will most likely be president. And second of all, the proof is in the pudding. Okay, right now we have the lowest amount of COVID in America. And I said, I'm stoked about that. Like I, I'm, I play music and when I'm out in the world, I don't feel safe. And eventually I, I want to even maybe, you know, take my little live, this what does it mean podcast out into the world and, and talk to people. And I don't feel safe with that. But now with there only being a thousand cases of uh, COVID, in in california which is we have we're a huge state okay that that makes me feel safe and so give it a couple more months uh you know the proofs in the pudding and then the lady started talking about covid being a conspiracy in the hospitals and the government and at that point i just couldn't believe that that she just they always have a answer for whatever it is and and finally this is this is what i said i said it you know It's a political game. And I go, I don't like to play the game. I don't like to be involved. I said, because once you do, look what happens. I go, now you've got to pick a side. Once again, I've got to pick a side. I go, when you just kind of realize that once again, kind of like Jello Biafra said, it's a two-headed snake. You know, here's the Democrats, here's the Republicans, but they're all working for the same goal, you know, that, that, you know, it, it really... But that got worse when Trump came, there's no doubt about it. I, I think that they were all friends until that point, but when Trump came, that was a whole new era of this just this raging, uh, you know, white nationalist, you know, just craziness trying to, to seep through, and I, I feel that everyone just snuffed that out, like that lasted for four years, and we all saw that that wasn't going to work, and uh, we just snuffed it out. And now it's going the complete other way Where we're tearing down racist statues And you know Not allowing any of that white You know nationalist bullshit You know and I think that's important This is all happening In the the season two of of The podcast Uh, As Julia said I thank you for encouraging me to be more confident And assertive to speak up definitely Always speak your mind you know Be you be you that's all we can do is be it ourselves and be the reflection of what we've been created you know like i don't know why we're here i don't know what it all means i'm trying to figure it all out and if i can do it on this ridiculous little phone with you guys and i can at least feel something then it helps me you know experience the human condition and i think that's what we're all doing you know this is just random but do you guys all ever just think like like for real like not just what does it all mean but like like what are we doing what 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 is this what what are we all doing like 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 we're just on this rock and we're just just spinning around the sun and the sun is just in this this big other cosmic thing that's spinning around that that's spinning around something that that is even bigger than that and it's like what are we doing and is someone in charge and i'm not just talking about like you know the whole religious factor and all that i'm not really talking about that i i feel that religion is is a way to control people and i feel that you know people like einstein and tesla they they have figured a way to break through ...you know, the mathematical mindsets of these prisons. So... ...that's what always kind of blows me away... ...is, is you know, a man can be rich... ...but if he doesn't understand... ...you know, the complexions and mathematics of... ...just nature... ...of a simple flower... ...of a simple leaf... ...of a mushroom... ...if you can't understand that, you're not rich at all. So... And Julia, you're inspiring as well. So yes, I, I don't like to talk about politics, but when it comes out, the lady that I had that conversation with, she, uh, when I finally, you know, explained to her that you're we're all just pawns in the game, she knew it. She knew it, and we both respected each other. And uh, you know, what changed so far is, at least in the last couple years. When I've talked about politics with, with people that are on the opposite side of me, it's it's just been this this fight, this total fight, and uh, I think that I was able to prove my point enough to where I made, of course this woman's not going to change her opinion, but I really made her question some of the things she, that she was saying, you know, like, why would the hospitals and why would the government, I mean, if, if this, this is true and I'm an idiot, uh, I feel a fool. But I, I really don't feel that mankind is that bad and can hide this kind of conspiracy of like, oh yeah, every COVID case that we have is gonna be worth X amount of money, so let's make a lot of money, hospitals and governments. I don't put it past that, but until I see the proof of that, you know, I can't give it any uh, real like I can't I can't fathom it, you know, and if something leaks one day, sure. But as of now, nothing like that's leaked So, I I truly feel That the pandemic was A man-made mistake in a lab Like they said it was And it was probably a biological compound That was going to be used in a war And it it leaked the lab And it it affected the whole globe You know And uh, It's interesting to be living through this time You know, so That's one of the biggest reasons that I started the podcast So I don't know if we were gonna live or die. So I really didn't. I didn't know if we were if the whole when I heard that China was shutting down and, and we were shutting down, I was like, holy shit, let's start a podcast. If this whole, you know, shit house is gonna go up in flames, let's do it live on Instagram. <laughs> right? You know? Like if the aliens friggin' pull up and shit, like if the aliens pull up, just Get a selfie with them. Stream with them. Stream with the aliens. You know, I don't know what movie it is, but like uh I think it's like Justin Beaver, he's in it, and he is people are hunting him down and they they shot him like 15 times. It's probably Zoolander. And he he at the very end he pulls up his Instagram live stream and he just looks at everybody and he's just like, I love you guys, I've been shot, whatever. Uh beaver out and then he just like closes the uh, he closes the the Instagram feed I think it's Facebook but either way it's it's just funny it's funny how we all communicate with one another now that's one thing I will say that the pandemic really did kind of push uh, technology into a new direction and forced us to you know go to doctors through these little devices. You know, which is cool. We should have always done this, you know. But I don't think we need pandemics to uh to to advance technology. But I think as man man mankind man and womankind, as human beings, I think that we always try to persevere and try to continue living on this this planet it's important to us obviously with almost 8 trillion people on it so I feel that we all the majority of us love this planet and we love being here and it's a great experience and yes being a human has its emotional ups and downs and sometimes you want to kill yourself and sometimes you want to write a book and sometimes you want to be in a hot air balloon and sometimes you want to cry and sometimes you want to laugh and Sometimes you want to forget about the person that just died the other day that you loved And sometimes you want to just go to that movie to turn it all off And sometimes you do a podcast to do it, you know So, I feel that life is, every day is just like, it's precious You know, kind of like what what Redman said, you know Life is, is, as long as you got up this morning, you know, that's all that matters And I feel that that's true I don't take any day for granted. And just doing this, like I'm stoked. I'm stoked on you, Julia. I'm stoked on you, Third Eyes, PI. Julia said, however, nothing should replace a face-to-face appointment with a doctor if needed, but that's difficult now. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. I did see doctors while I was in the, you know, I went to the hospital during this pandemic. Uh, I was seen, you know, we, people complain about American healthcare because it's expensive, but uh, I'll tell you, I got seen. uh, I, I, six hours, I was in and out of a hospital and they did x rays and everything to me like that. And uh, it was expensive, but uh, luckily I have a job that, that covered most of that that you know healthcare, which I'm grateful for. So all of the the healthcare professionals are just they're amazing. You know the nurses, the doctors, all of them. We would be lost without those people. That is no joke. The essential workers. I'm not trying to be cheesy. But you know, nurses and doctors—they saved everybody during this pandemic, and that's no joke. They really did, you know. They definitely saved us, and I'm I'm stoked about that. And I, I know, uh, I know firsthand what they went through. You know, I would hear these stories from like my fiance who she's a nurse every day someone would be dying every day every day every day and now it's not that bad it's getting way better you know and knowing that is cool it gives me hope it makes me feel that we're gonna get back to going to concerts and you know doing things going to movies I can't wait to do that again. This is just random, but uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers was the first band that I ever saw, besides the Creatures. When I was 12 years old, I saw the Red Hot Ch- Chili Peppers at this thing called the Skate Escape in, in UCI in Irvine. And um, I, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. I saw Tony Hawk and Christian Hisoi just battle it out on this half-pipe. And, uh, and whoever won the competition got to skate while the Chili Peppers were playing. And uh, I was 12 years old, maybe even 10. I think I was 10 or 12. And uh, I was 12. And when I saw the Chili Peppers play for the first time, I was like, man, I want to do that. Like, yes, I want a professional skateboard, but playing music is really where it's at. So, you know, now they just announced... Uh, a tour for 2022. And uh, I told my friend, Mike, who I used to work with. He, he's like, you gotta get into the Chili Peppers with uh, Josh Klingenhofer. And and this is just me. I really love... This is just music nerd stuff. I really love Josh Klingenhofer and Dot Hacker. I love him with The Bicycle Thief. And uh, I, I got into the first Red Hot Chili Peppers album with them, But I just felt like you know it wasn't the same without John Frusciante so i really started to pull away and i told this guy michael i go i go i'm never going to listen to the chili peppers again i go the only way i'll ever listen to them again is if uh is if john frusciante comes back to the band and uh like i think 3 months later then they announced john was coming back to the band and i got to tell michael and i showed him the post and everything and i was like all right i might have to go see them again but yeah they announced their 2022 tour. So, I don't, I don't, there's not too many concerts that I want to see because I've seen, like, I've seen them a lot. Uh, I saw them with Nirvana and today or yesterday, Nirvana was, uh, Nirvana was, it was their 30th anniversary of, uh, Nevermind. And, uh, it was, it was Nirvana, it was Pearl Jam, and it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, that was 30 years ago. So yeah, <laughs> live music. I can't wait to get, get back to live music. So I don't want to just ramble. But this is kind of, you know, kind of Gen X, Gen X. and i really don't like to talk about politics on here unless it's really like a narrative i like to make this show more just about things that are fun you know like video games i'll give you a breakdown of what happened uh for the video game uh viewers of this because i've got a few of them that that follow video games when i was going to the hospital uh i was in there for like i said six hours but that six hours was just a crucial time and uh, my fiance brought me the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. And uh, in saying that, she, she got me Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I hadn't played Nintendo since maybe the Wii. And uh, all of a sudden, I get this Breath of the Wild. And The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is probably the most vast, uh, just experience that you can have in a video game that I played in a very long time and it it really, it was so fun because it just took me away from being sick it took me away from being ill it took me away from the problems I could just veg out and stare at my little switch and uh, you know, I think sometimes that's very important just to, to turn it off not to think, just to do some game some puzzle that somebody else you know, created sometimes that's extremely important You know, because I definitely think, you know, I I talked about anxiety and depression in the season. I definitely think creating and uh, doing things is the way to to get rid of depression and creating. But I also think sometimes when you create too much, you need to just sit around and do nothing. And the switch so far was awesome. And and Breath of the Wild, holy shit, it it sucks because now the level is up here and uh, I played that game, beat it. And uh, now I'm playing other games and it just nothing compares. So Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out and I can't wait for that. And every other, you know, video game fan knows it too. It's just, it's the best. So, yes. Yes. What else? What else? What else? You hear that meow? I heard that Meow. I totally heard that meow. That was Mr. Magoo, just meowing it up for the show. It's amazing how like songs and, songs and smells can really like remind you of like, of things and I almost didn't want to put this on my playlist, but uh, this song, it's called Only a Memory, and it's by the Smithereens, and when I was younger, I had this other cat named Haley, and uh, it was my favorite cat, and what this song reminds me of is like when I was in the fifth or sixth grade, my my friend Tom, he's, he's still my friend to this day, he came over to my house and left my apartment door open, and Haley got out. And and this song was playing when it was going down and I I went outside, or I went into the living room, I didn't see the cat and I was like, dude, where's the cat? And the cat got away. And then like a week later, I saw the cat's remains outside. That was super depressing and sad. Sorry about that. (laughs) But that's, you see, that's what I'm saying about about music and smells and and memories. You know what I'm saying? Like it it can really, you know, but I love Tom and I, I miss that cat. And uh, yeah, and I got two other cats, but but I really loved Haley. That was my and the reason that I it was named Haley is because I was such a nerd. Even in the fifth grade, it was after Haley's comet because that was like '86 or '88. I think it was '86. I don't. I forget. And yeah, so Haley's comet was coming. You could see it, and the cat was white like a comet. But even some 30 years later, I'm still friends with with Tom and his brothers. They're like my best friends. So he didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't a spiteful thing. It was an accident. We were all just so excited to see each other. That's always what it was. He was just getting off from football practice and he would come over and and hang out with me. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this this episode's straight freestyle. And I've pretty much covered everything, you know? Um, if you have any questions, just straight questions you'd like to ask, I could kind of talk about some of the, the nice gifts that people have given me this this season. You know, this is no joke. I didn't get any gifts last season, but uh, but this is a, a gift from London. This came from Julia from London. I'm, I'm This is a record collector magazine with George Harrison on the front because this season I was trying to go for that I was definitely I've shaved but uh you know I was trying to become a a a a trippy cult member kind of looking like George because there's nobody cooler than like George looking like Gandalf so I'm I'm growing it back so I can get like that so thank you this came all the way from London thank you I appreciate that and then I I I talk about um like I talk about like ancient Egypt a lot you know and uh, one of my friends he got me a a pharaoh necklace my friend Alex from the Ames uh, the Ames store yes the Ames store in Laguna Niguel he's interested in the podcast he's interested in my music and he got me this pharaoh necklace like how nice is that like I can't believe that. And then he I think he listens to the show. So if you're gonna do your your shopping, go there. Aim. 26 oh three two five Alicia. Okay. I think that's wrong, but so then this last gift is is k- Kitchen Confidential, uh Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain, Adventures in the Culinary Underbelly. I'm stoked on that. So my friend gave me that as well, which is super nice. Like, who knows? Who knew that I could be getting gifts from from just talking and hanging out with you guys? And that's the best. It really is. Just hanging out, talking. And I can't wait till we do it, you know, to get... Okay, here's a question. Will you stream live again soon? Well, which do you mean streaming as in, uh, so for, for, for the podcast, I'm going to be gone for about two weeks. So I'll be taking two weeks off. I, I believe, I mean, if something crazy happens in the next two weeks that I I need to come back, I I will, but as of right now, I'll be taking two weeks off, getting ready for season three of this. And uh, yeah, we do season three, and uh, I can't believe we we made it through this season. So, and if you mean musically, say you know, as as the podcast, two weeks off. Oh, singing like with the band with like hurt in the heartbeat and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be doing that, just because you know i'll be bored so look for streams on the other other deals i don't want to kind of uh throw that out there but if, if if people like the music you know where to find it so a lot of a lot of things on spacefire spacefire records creation on facebook there's all uh there's all stuff there so well, i have the last question what does it all mean what does it all mean so for for season two what does it all mean i feel it's kind of like the same as season one you know uh we're we're in this world we're in this this multiverse and our consciousness creates what's happening and Love is definitely, you know, the key element that keeps us all together and keeps us on this earth, trying to to, to recreate and to to com- constantly make it to that second planet, to make it to, to the next cosmos. You know, so it's all about love. You know, I don't. I'm not trying to be cheesy, but I, I feel that love definitely. Is a huge equation in all of this and and all of the politics and 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 all of the strife and all of the fear and and all of death and everything I think I think when you really do believe in love and something bigger than you it transcends through the fear and through you know that scared feeling of what the hell's gonna happen when I die you know Am I going to be standing there in front of this This creator and is he going to ask me Did I do good enough Is that going to happen Or do I have to come back and do it again And again and again and again Who knows Julia you've got great hair What's up baby Yoda skates This is my last Last episode of the season Thank you for being part of it Baby baby Yoda skates uh, Julia just asked if we were going to... If I was going to be singing or playing live. Uh, I feel that... This is for you, baby, Yotis Gates. I should really just talk about this off... Off off the podcast, but who gives a shit? Um, My other job... It it gets heavy now. But if we have time, since COVID's starting to go down... Once again, there's only like a thousand cases in California. Maybe... We can go to Hayden's friggin' garage or stage one and start to rehearse and record and be ready next year. So that's really, I think if we start doing that, it'll be fun, you know? I don't know when, but I'm thinking maybe the first week of November. Let me try to shoot for that because then the cases should be way down by that point. And then we can play and finish what we started, because that's what's important creating Richard was supposed to be on tonight, but he 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 didn't want to come on <laughs> see that's all that's all it is. just me wanting to hang out with all of you again through this this little the screen. well. Well, I think that's all I got. Thank you for listening to What Does It All Mean Podcast. This is season two. Completed and done. I wanted to see the chief too. I was going to ask him all kinds of fun things. I really was. I was going to... uh I was gonna ask him what his favorite records were. I was gonna ask him what he thought about our place in the multiverse. I was gonna ask him what he wanted to do with the next album. And thank you, Rondi. You were awesome. You were like the best part. You know? I'm not just saying that <laughs> for real. Like, I love talking with you and I love hanging out with you. So I can't wait till we can do it in person This shit's driving me crazy But uh, if you listened to the show earlier I talked about how Newsom Has basically helped us Become Fucking able to see each other again So very soon Very soon We should be able to, to hang out I don't think we'll be able to squeeze in any shows But at least getting together And playing and trying to record Some songs should be it So I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Rock and roll.